I don't know. Scholar. 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 Hello and welcome to Scholarly Conversations with Yinka and Sadia, a show where we have scholarly conversations with anyone about anything because we can. This is our first episode, the one with makeup and feminism. In this episode, we ask the question of the power and the purpose of makeup, inspired by the book Face Value by author Autumn Whitefield Madrano. She's someone who has written about beauty for almost two decades at Women magazines, so she is a bona fide expert on the complexities of beauty, self-image and self-love. Our main question of conversation in this episode, can putting on makeup be a feminist act? What to expect from this episode? Of course, but then it's not right because makeup gives them the means to deceive men. Is that the only issue they, with they have the means to deceive men. They, well, makeup also gives them one of the means to deceive men. I guess, yeah, it can be used to empower women. I feel like the ability for a woman to change her look and just become whoever she wants to and express that through makeup, I feel like, um, especially because I am a feminist and a good one at that. So adjust your headphones, increase the volumes, and enjoy the conversation. Here's the show. Our conversation starts with Alicia and Salsa. Again? Okay, the analogy was you're trying to make the book feel better about itself by improving the cover. Salsa, how do you feel about makeup? And do you think that it's um, a detriment or does it help the feminist movement at all? To be honest, so wearing makeup does not in any way change the basis of your face. It merely accentuates certain features. Now... To say that that is anti-feminist because you'll make yourself look better is wrong, I think, because, in a sense, if you do feel better after putting makeup, if you do feel comfortable in your own skin by perhaps adding one extra layer of mascara, then so be it. It's not, it's not that you're sexualising or objectifying yourself. It's just that you're putting yourself in a position where you feel you are able to carry on and empower yourself. And if something empowers you, how is that anti-feminist? How is that going against like all these feminist ideals? Since you're trying to like level off the equality between men and women. Mm-hmm. Um, in the face of criticism, a lot of women say that they wear makeup for their own benefit rather than um, to appeal to boys or if they're lesbian to other girls. Um, so, do you feel like um, pandering to these pressures makes you any less of a feminist? In a sense, it's merely down to the individual and how they feel about what makeup does to them, whether. Uh, I'm not. The thing is, if we want to make ourselves attractive to someone, how is that anti-feminist? You were just doing something which you want to do. It would be anti-feminist to say that wearing makeup sexualizes yourself because you're saying makeup gives you the power to sexualize somebody. I completely agree with you that if it's your personal choice, that's fine. Right. My problem is with making it feminist because you're saying. You're doing this to empower yourself. It is the empowering yourself that I have an issue with. 
Because I don't think you can empower yourself ever by changing something superficial and external to yourself. The way you look is fundamentally external to yourself. Right. Even if you do have some degree of control over it, it's not in any way significant. So, you can say it's a personal choice thing, and I completely agree. Do it for... Do it as part of you choosing what to do, fine. Right. But it is not a feminist thing, in a sense that it does not empower women. Getting some chewy sounds. <laughs> <laughs> That's a very good question, but is it is their goal to um, rebel against whatever it is they're rebelling by doing this? It's for their right to individual liberty. Mm. Okay. Because fine. for centuries, me, uh, women's bodies have been politicized. Men have always said, uh, no, if you wear too much makeup, you're a slut. If you don't wear enough makeup, you're a prude, etc. Mm. I would say that you know, going against these expectations is feminist. Whether you're doing it to appeal to boys, as long as it's your decision, then it's a feminist decision. Yeah, surely you do not need a reason to sort of justify your actions or what you do. Because in a sense, by wanting or ha having the sense that you have to justify yourself, so sort of like says something about society and how you must justify every thing, single action you do. Um, adding to that, um, you have traditionally masculine um, activities like watching football, mm -hmm. which does nothing to enhance your, um, your kind of mental capital, mm -hmm. any of that. Mm -hmm. It's kind of stupid in my opinion, but men rarely ever come under fire for doing something that doesn't benefit them. Um, in fact, you have a whole no. section so of... So we like lightning makeup to football different. now. Yeah, also. no, that's completely different because, okay, you can argue that it can be used symbolically, fine. You can argue that it's your personal choice, fine. But the reason I don't think that it can fundamentally be used in a feminist way, like, every day, like, if you normalize and say, oh, this is fine, this is a feminist thing, we wear makeup every single day, my issue is that, with that is that you're ignoring the impact it has on the person wearing it. Like I As said, in I the dermatological impact. Is that what you're talking about Apart still? from it, it ruins your skin, blah, 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 blah. I'm talking about People it, have a right to ruin their skin if they, they want to ruin they, their skin. I, I'm talking about it psychologically. Because if you put things on yourself to uh, change the way you look and you do it daily, you get to a point where you, without all of those things, is... Is someone else, you know? No. No, it, it's, it's similar. Okay, put it this way. Say you... Say you're, I don't know, you somehow got this incredible job. So now a, a big part of your personality is, is your job. You know, you are given power by, by the trappings of power presented to you by your job. So when you go out in public, obviously you present yourself. Yes, I am the manager, blah, 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 blah. And it gives you confidence. It affects how you see yourself and who you are in society, right? But it's a false sort of confidence. Because it is fundamentally external. At any point, your, your boss can just say, you know, you're fired, I want someone else. It's not confidence that comes from inside, from I am fundamentally allowed um, to. But it, you, it is sorry. confidence that comes from externally. And I'm saying it's the same thing with makeup. That you could, it might give you a temporary boost of, of confidence, but it affects your long-term ability to value yourself Without all of those no, you're making so the I assumption. Very triggered at the moment. I, do not use the word triggered. It triggers me. <laughs> you're making the assumption that women, when they're not wearing makeup, 
are naturally less confident about themselves. No, it's different for every woman. Mm. I see myself as the exact same person whether I'm wearing makeup or not. It's just a part of my routine. It's something I enjoy doing. I, I kind of see it as an art form. It is, yes. And actually, I, I don't agree with that thing, the uh, statement you said that having a job, yes, it does boost your confidence, but it's not because it doesn't come externally. In the end, all confidence comes from within. And it's just that you have stimulants which help unlock that confidence. With yeah. what situations? Yeah. Um, in a utopian world, would makeup exist in your eyes? No. Neither would steroids or, you know, other things that we use to change. Even if people that get uh, enjoyment out of applying makeup yeah. and wearing it? So, what would your utopian world be like? What do you mean? What would it look like? What would be present? What wouldn't? You said steroids and makeup wouldn't be present. Anything else? <laughs> I think that's a... I don't know, the question is weird. I'm just saying you've accepted these things as necessary to society. I'm not saying it's but necessary, I'm saying that for some people it brings about pleasure and we should respect okay, that fine. because people enjoy different things. My issue isn't with the individual. You can, like, you can fit it into your life and say, oh, this is a form of expression, this is a whatever, this is... Okay. You can, as, at an individual level, you can make it work for you. I don't... I don't deny that. But my issue is that on an aggregate level, it should not be this way. Oh, economics terms. <laughs> like, there was this quote, um, the master's tools cannot dismantle the master's house. So you can own mechanisms of oppression, you know? You can say, now it oh. is my turn. Now, it, now I will yield it as I want. Yield. Uh, are you calling makeup a mechanism of oppression? <laughs> that's That's... Pretend. That's what you're analogizing <laughs> it to. That's overly, uh, taking it over the top. But, um, definitely started off like that. That was Alicia and Sousa on their take on our topic. After our conversations with them, we decided to find out more about one of the key issues that was raised by Alicia on the topic of confidence and the pressure of makeup on girls. This is our conversations with Lillian and Hamna. and I wear makeup every single day except for Sundays or when I'm at home her eyeliner um, is amazing thank you <laughs> um, so you should check her Instagram it's the best I thing. wore makeup from year 8 and I think it was it wasn't because of teenage pressure I'd say I think it was just kind of like I have terrible eye bags and mm -hmm. I look like I'm dead so <laughs> let me resurrect myself um but I would argue that people who say makeup is an anti-feminist thing and use to sexualize women and pressure them to be to act on a higher standard than men is kind of anti-feminist themselves because it's just your own body and mm. you should dress the way you want to and you should wear makeup if you want to and if men delude themselves thinking that I actually have sparkly uh, eyelids <laughs> or like a, a, like a straight line on my eyes and or red lips then 
they need to reevaluate their ideals of beauty. Um, although I do think there is a hypersexualization of girls and these days, especially prominent with like a Millie Brown Lovely Eleven, Brown. that one. And I think some of the things she wears to red carpets is a bit too grown up, but it is a choice and it is high way of income, I guess, as well. And we are in a free market economy. But yeah. Um, um, sorry, do you think there should be a minimum age for girls to start wearing makeup? Well, as in, I think anyone should enforce a minimum age. I think it should be the parents' prerogative, or the, child, the girls' prerogative, but I, I, I have a quarrel with like specific products targeted to like thirteen or fourteen year olds. Like teen, you know how Teen Vogue kind of pushes for makeup. Like I have a problem with that because I think it's quite um, exploitative. Because obviously girls nowadays we have like more disposable income and kind wow. of using wow. <laughs> economics like that. More disposable like, income from like, where? Like to to be fair, teenagers get. Crap, more money than we normally do, right? Like, I, I think my baby cousin gets like <coughs> twenty pound a week just for existing or something what? like that. <laughs> <laughs> That's not. I, like, well, I know in comparison to my parents who like never had any pocket money and all that. So I think that um, kind of advertising to a certain group and making sure they buy it is a bit exploitative. But no, there shouldn't be minimum age, and no schools shouldn't ban makeup because I think that's it. It just ends up being really embarrassing for girls as well. Like mm-hmm. we we both went to girls' schools, and when someone wore like a bit, no, but we were encouraged to like wear minimum makeup because they don't. You weren't encouraged to wear minimum. Okay, you were told to wear like minimal mm-hmm. makeup because, I guess you're going to school to like learn, yeah. and it's yeah. in a certain environment that but you shouldn't really be needing yeah, to yeah. wear that much makeup. It's just a bit embarrassing when someone says, "Oh, you're wearing too much makeup, take it off." I think that's quite bad. Okay, yeah, that is really see. embarrassing. But I guess if it's a means for you to like gain confidence, then it. It can be an empowering thing, and it is feminist in a sense. And like, I wear makeup, and I wear little makeup. If I, yeah. yeah, and that's partly because I don't know how to do makeup, but <laughs> it just it just like makes me feel that tiny bit more. Yeah. And not more every issue has to be a feminist issue. It's exactly. just a personal choice. Like, yeah. what, concentrate on like domestic violence or the yeah, there's gender bigger issues up, in the world. Like, yeah. Like we need to stop like focusing on really petty things about oh is makeup feminist then, because it really doesn't matter. And you're like, pitting women women against women and that's yeah. not what um, it should be about. That's what um our previous guest Alessia was saying. Um she said that she has a problem with women drawing their confidence from superficial things like makeup. And yeah. that's what she thinks is not feminist. What do you think? Um well I don't tend to walk out about my at least eyebrows and eyelashes. <laughs> Uh, well, like, I don't have a quarrel going to the gym with no makeup. I think even if you draw your confidence from makeup, you shouldn't be shamed by it. Yeah, like, it's it shouldn't like, be something that you feel the need to do all the time. Yeah. Because you should have that self-confidence already, and you shouldn't, like, turn to makeup to, I don't know, like, survive. But if someone did have really low self-esteem and makeup was a culture, like... So be it. Yeah, Some fine. people wear nice clothes because they feel confident in that, and that's fine. Like, why does makeup have to be any different? Yeah. But going back to the minimum age thing, I think maybe maybe we should like have a like a minimum age in that sense because what, you want to not not buying, of course not, not enforce like throughout, but you need to teach young girls 
to love themselves for who they are. And you don't want, like, there was a um, study that I was um, reading, and it was about, like, how eight-year-olds are worried about the way they look. And that shouldn't really yeah, be a... Yeah, a certain amount, want to, yeah. like, a certain percentage want to diet before, like, the age of 13. Yeah, and it's ridiculous. Like, you should teach girls to love themselves for what they are before they turn to, like, makeup or whatever. So, yeah, just building that self-esteem and confidence. And then, when later on, like, I only started wearing makeup in... Year ten, probably later. Like year ten wasn't not official. I think I learned how to do eyeliner in year ten. <laughs> like regularly, I started wearing makeup. I think in year twelve. Oh my god, that's really yeah. bad. But um, yeah, like it's because I was comfortable in my own skin, mm. and when I realised that, oh maybe makeup is like it's it's cool. And then yeah, yep, cool. You're listening to scholarly conversations with Sadia and Yinka. So you were talking about encouraging young girls to have a sense of uh, self-love, body confidence uh, before they reach the age of wearing makeup, but that's extremely hard to do, especially with the media and mm. the kind of uh, celebrities that they look up to, mm. in the same like, way that um, boys tend to look up to footballers yeah. and their um, what, physical... Kylie Jenner and all that. Yeah, so how do you think we can um, fight against that, against those... I mean, this is like a major issue. I think we were discussing it on the tube the other yeah. day about how like the Kardashian family isn't adding so value to society. <laughs> I'd say Kardashians. They're adding money to, to society. Kardashians know how to exploit society to the like mm. the extreme, but um, I think it has to start with language. Like I think girls are praised for being pretty and mm. being like sweet really early on. And I remember like because I was exactly the prettiest child. Everyone um, has their glow up. Yeah, everyone has a glow up or whatever. Um, so, like, I wasn't like a like a really heavily praised person, but my cousin um, was a gorgeous baby and gorgeous child in general, right? So she always thought, oh my god, she's so pretty, like she's like you're so lucky to have a daughter like her, and like it had a negative effect on me, but I think it had an even more negative effect on her when she's older. Like at this age, I think she's a bit more like unsure about her looks and there's that kind of lack of self-esteem and resilience that you kind of develop if you're an ugly child. Um, <laughs> not gonna lie, ugly children are just really like, resilient. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I can't remember what I what was. What was the original? Oh, about like, um, yeah, it's a really big issue that I don't think there's one s- single answer to it. And uh, it, it's just a ch- complete shift in how we see girls growing up I think we completely need to bring that in when we have kids hopefully and then maybe that will start a change girls need to recognise they're equal to boys like really early on in life I think there's always like kind of girls like you can go play with the stand or something and the boys can go play football I think there shouldn't be the boundaries that we place on our children but um, I don't think we, we were, like our generation was raised with that really but we went to a girls school no but that's like we had feminism drilled into No, but like in general, I don't. Did any of you guys really face that? But did you, did you guys like face the. Oh. What was the makeup was um, like? Oh, it was absolutely terrible. I came in one day wearing foundation and eyeliner. I, I agreed that my eyeliner was quite heavy and I would have been happy to remove it. However, they made me remove my whole like facial makeup. And um, at that time, I wasn't exactly the proudest person of how I looked, and so it was rather demeaning and made me feel, feel 
rather upset. And the idea that you can't wear makeup because it's a scholarly environment and that you have to focus on school, it's not as if me wearing makeup will affect how I like act in school. I'm still going to do the work. It's just there for me to feel fine. I think it's so ironic that in schools they ban makeup. In the workplace, they kind of expect yeah. a polished woman yeah. with high heels and her amazing skin. And I think it's hypocritical how schools say that um, makeup should be banned because they're trying to foster a learning environment, and yet they can. At my old school, they sent girls home for wearing makeup, so they're missing out on learning time uh, in pursuit of a learning environment. No, but okay, I think the point of like rules in school about makeup is to kind of deter the whole like focus of like girls actually actively making an effort every morning to put a whole face of makeup on because once once it starts like you don't there's it's, it's a really gray area like it gets excessive really fast so i think you should have some sort of rules especially in secondary school six forms not so much because obviously but like if a 12 year old comes in with like false eyelashes yeah, I, I just no, I don't. But then again, with the amount of time that women spend in the morning, uh, I I don't think we should be super critical of that because people have different morning routines. Mm. Some people do one hour of yoga every morning. If you enjoy it and mm. if it benefits <coughs> you and if it makes your morning better, then I think you should do it. Obviously, this is different for twelve-year-olds, yeah. as you say. Yeah. But yeah, the rules should be more relaxed near the end of secondary school life. And everyone should find a good red lipstick. <laughs> yeah. Yes. My one was like three pounds from Maybelline. Really? Yeah. <laughs> uh, throughout the whole of year 12, I wore like non, um, I wore red lipstick like continuously yeah. for like a good, how many months? I was just known as the girl with the red lipstick. Yeah. And then yeah. Wait, you're the high five girl. Yeah, I'm the oh, high five girl. I knew girl. I recognised you from somewhere. Of course. Um, That's the high five. And just on an ending down, note, you guys are uh, like standing there. Oh yeah. <laughs> Come on, uh, I did it last year. Do you well. think that feminism <laughs> is still relevant today, and why? Of course. I mean, less so in the developed world, like in the West, but I think what feminism is equality of the genders. I don't yeah. know why people. We're not equal in People always argue, oh, like you can't be feminist because like you just you just want like female superiority and all that. But I feel like the fault <laughs> is within the name feminist, it's like emphasis on the female. What about mankind? <laughs> then again, it's oh, like we cannot find I think people are just too pedantic about feminism and they want to pick apart the movement of female empowerment because they, they have a kind of entitlement. I think people don't know what it yeah. means and it's just a bit like ignorant. <sighs> what does it yeah. mean to you? Uh, equality for women. I like, mean, some people who are against um, the modern feminist movement the fourth wave feminist movement. Feminazi. Uh, no, no. <laughs> um, they kind of say that um, the idea behind feminism of men and women being equal is completely rational, but then the fact that you're equating these so-called struggles of um, women and you know the gender pronouns and everything, um, they think that it's wrong to equate that to the suffragette movement and but, like, to other historical movements. <sighs> It, but society has to develop, okay? New issues come up and it needs to be addressed before like everyone crumbles apart in disagreement. And we have a we have a culture of tolerance in the UK and if people can't tolerate just kind of a, a single word or idea then we're not British, like that's just not who we are. 
and the kind of feminazi thing like I think there are certain extremes where people do like argue school. argue for <laughs> women being kind of superior to men for a period to kind of counteract all the history um, it's ridiculous yeah it's a bit it's not really a thing that will actually <coughs> but it's not um, you also you haven't introduced yourself yet oh right I'm Hamnath I'm in year 13 and what, what are the last like impressions you like something you'd like to say as like word of encouragement I think that beauty is <laughs> in the eyes of the <laughs> no I genuinely think that no one is like no one should really be obsessed about how they look in a good or a bad way I think if as long as it makes you confident makeup is fine whatever makes you confident just stick to that and just accept yourself for who you are and when you're at a certain age and you choose to go down the path of plastic surgery that's completely fine as well. <laughs> but no, gen- like seriously, just love yourself and be comfortable in your own skin. And it does take a while, but you'll get there and you'll be so much more happier. So yeah. Yeah, I agree. And guys should discover how to draw their own eyeliner before they <laughs> complain about girls. Um, that's it. That was Lillian and Hamna with their opinions on makeup and its effect. However... We realised that this episode was very female focused, so we decided to change that. We wanted to know what the male gender thought about the same issue. And our conversations with Isaac and Josh took us to some very interesting places. Here is our final conversation for this episode with Josh and Isaac. This is like, oh, I, I'll tell you. I'll is tell, it I'll on? Take it yeah. Oh, wow. I'll tell you about my bit, yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you about my bit, innit? Um, I don't mind if a girl was to make, wear makeup, innit? Like, it's, doesn't, it's, not, it's not an issue for me, innit? Like, if they want to wear makeup, it's up to them. But all I'm saying is, those girls, yeah, where, like, it transforms them in different, or, like, they turn from, like, a zero to, like, a ten, yeah? That's when there's an issue. But all I'm saying is, I like naturality, innit? What happens innit? if it makes them more confident? Is it, like, deception or something? It is deception. You're going to be sleeping with them and you wake up in the morning and what, they look like a zombie and that. Yeah, like, is that what you see all women as? No, I don't see women like that. Like, I see women as beautiful creatures made by God, innit? So, why not? <laughs> but anyway, so I feel like, I always like natural girls. Like, for me, that's the it's goal. A choice. But you're looking it's at preference. their choices in relation to you and how they yeah, affect you. They're deceiving you and you might be able to sleep with them. Can't you respect their individual choices? I respect yeah, them, but it doesn't mean I'm going to go for them. Exactly. Okay. Like, I no, respect... I'm not going to gonna say to a girl, you're wearing makeup, don't wear makeup because you're yeah, ugly and you should just stay ugly. I'm not, I'm not saying that. If she wants, if she has confidence in wearing makeup, she's feel free for that. You know? But then, I'm not going to let my choices change the way someone else lives. But if you want, like, if a girl wants me, then... It's up to her if she wants to change the way she lives. And if with makeup for boys, I just think it's wrong. Like <laughs> that's for me, that's such a no-no. And like we should just embrace our naturality. And like, but would you not say the same thing for girls? I mean, oh yeah, you do say that. I mean, but we we don't require boys don't require to wear makeup. Like boys that pay that they don't need makeup. No, 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 no. I'm saying even the ugliest of guys can get girls, nevertheless. But <laughs> I just don't feel like makeup is required, and I think it's like more of a more of a feminine thing to do, so... Okay, what about you, Josh? About what? I think it's fine for you to wear, but obviously I think in an ideal world, no one would wear makeup. Why? Pardon? Why? Because it's just, it's not you. 
it's taking away what's natural and you're meant to be what's you're meant to be natural hence why it's natural so I disagree with makeup but obviously so if you want to wear it do you see the value of a person as um, primarily dependent on how they look no the question is about looks if you're asking me about personality then the makeup doesn't affect their personality however I would say that the amount of makeup you wear can determine the type of personality that you have Okay, so what does my makeup say about me? I've got something after school. I do have makeup on. Okay, but you haven't got a lot of makeup. If someone who goes... Well, what about me? I have eyeliner, eyeshadow, eyebrows, concealer. Yeah, but that's not a lot of makeup. Oh, right. I mean, when you're painted with makeup, it obviously shows that you've got some insecurities where you feel like... But really paying people wear makeup. Yeah, but I don't... Okay, what's your question? Like... Peng people doesn't peng peng is not a personality, is it? I mean, really pretty, like naturally pretty girls wear makeup. Yeah, well. but they don't need to. But do they have insecurities? Probably. But we all have insecurities. <laughs> okay, no. Exactly. I've got to say Mirror. something. I've got to say something. I also feel like deception, like that's a is a key topic in makeup, isn't it? For example, like, there's many girls out there that are like 12, 13, 14, <coughs> or 15. Or 16, but then they just when they wear makeup, they, they kind of like. I've seen what you post on Snapchat about little girls. Should oh. I pick you out? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what did I post? I, I I'm not even active on Snapchat like that anymore, innit? But anyway. but anyways, what I'm saying is yeah. Okay, finish. Oh wait, am I? Might. I think I think I'm not. But anyway, <laughs> but anyways, I think that's wrong, innit? Because like when those girls little, well not little girls, but girls that are like 16, 15, 14, when they're looking like they're 20 or 18 or 19, it's kind of like wrong. Because then, like, you see a guy in the street, and if a guy moves towards, right, to a girl and tries to, you know, engage sexually with them, it's kind of wrong because then, like, R. Kelly, R. Kelly, let's, let's take a, um, let's take a book out R. Kelly. Um, basically, R. Kelly didn't know that the girl that oh, he was... you know like, he didn't know? But... Okay, it's assuming that he doesn't know that. Because many girls out there look that they've looked at their 20, 18, 19, 20, 22. Well, if you was asking, it is, but then you can work it out like the things that they do, the things that they post, like or the people that they're friends with, and so on and so forth. Eventually, you're gonna find out. Are you blaming the makeup for that? I'm the personality. You can blame both though, because the makeup's deceiving you into believing that they're older. But you have to blame yourself for not going deeper and to find out if a girl's yeah, 15. We're not going to do some sort of employer to go on and check the her whole background I think you have a responsibility to know if you're having sex with an underage girl. I think that's your You have a responsibility to work out, but if she's not, if you can't work it out at the end of the day, it's not your fault. If a girl, if a girl told you that, if a girl told you that she's 19 and she's like 15, and you've done all the research you can in finding out how old like, she is. And no, actually, no, like, no, 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 no. Like, actually, listen, like, think of this, think of it, no, 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 no. Think of it like research this. Like you think, you can't that. ask every single girl, you can't ask every single girl, you can't ask every single girl, what's, um, let me see your passport, let me see your ID to work out how old she is. You're, you're naturally just going to say, okay, then I believe this girl's just so age. Think, you know okay, so you're saying paedophilia is fine. <laughs> wait, as long as you wait, don't, as long wait, as you don't wait, know their age. So if you don't know their age, paedophilia is fine. What do you mean? I didn't say that. What, what are you going right, so no, to say? No, I'm not. That's, that's, that's an extreme prison. <laughs> you can't um, blame the person, uh, you can't blame the guy if he's asked the girl how old they are and she's responded and she's lied. There's nothing more you can do. 
feel like there is something more you can do. What can you do? But firstly, that's not what you firstly said. You said the first point was about makeup. If you ask, if you see them and they look older than they are, then it's fine for you to. No, that's not fine. I'm not fine. Right, well, that's That's not fine. But I think the responsibility that you have is to ask them how old they are. And if they lie to your face, it's not your fault that they lie to your face. Some degree to your fault. How is it? How? Well, are you a lie detector to find out? If you if you were to if you were to have sex with a 13 year old. He said that they were seven. He said they were seventeen. Do you not think you should get in some trouble? But it's not my fault. I may be to get in some sort of trouble, right. but it's not my fault at the end of the day. Like, I, mean, I did not know. If you're in a club and it's like meant to be an eighteen over club. Yeah, that's different. Clubs different. If you're on the road, you, have, you should have the presumption though. Yeah, but if you're on the road, if you're on the street and you're walking down and you see a girl who looks older than they are, and they ask you, and, and you know girls lie, and you know boys lie about their age as well, do you not think there's some degree of fault that you should have? Well. It's not my like, fault. fault that I, you can't blame me for the girl for lying to my face. Engaging in sexual relationships with a 13 year old. But which part of that? Which. Are you trying you to defend it? No, no, I'm not defending pedophilia. I'm saying <laughs> you don't know how old they are. So, what exactly is the. What have they done wrong? Because if they're under the. They um, should have got. They should have asked more. They should have. How can you ask more? What are we going to ask them? What, how many, what schools have you gone Let to? Let me see your ID. What did you do? <laughs> Let me no, see your ID. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not the police. I'm not someone's ID. I don't have the right to ask for someone. I don't have to ask for someone's ID. Show your I when I'm talking to girls, I don't ask them for the voice. That's odd. Do you not think that's odd? But you ask like, for you guys are girls. If a if a guy asks you for your ID, but you'd, you'd, you'd ask you'd ask for news, but not Insta. You could ask news for is more appropriate than Sally, does that, does that, does that, is that more appropriate? Asking for news, but not no Insta. It's just about what your intentions are. That's stupid, though. That's not really stupid, but it's kind of like. I don't know, but it's just not right. I don't feel there's something right with me. I'm not like someone that's trying to work out how old she is. It's more like I'm going to become obsessed with the age rather than who she really is. Like, it should be if you're if she's I'm not going to be obsessed about her age. I'm more obsessed with her personality. Oh, wait. Um, the podcast is mainly about makeup, so how do you think makeup comes in? <laughs> what, makeup, well, makeup is... I just feel like, well, it's okay to a large extent. But then the place where it, like it's not okay is when like as I said before, when young girls are like posing, I guess I could say, as older people, and then like on lines people's faces and their beauty can like back that off. And I thought that's where that's where it's wrong. And like it's not our fault. It's not our fault. It's not makeup's fault. That's yeah, but no, but it's not makeup's fault, of course. But then it's not right because makeup gives them the means to deceive men. Is that the only issue? They they have the means to deceive men. It, well, makeup also gives them one of the means to see men. Gives them away, you know. Okay, okay, gives them away then. Okay, oh, cool. But you can't get out things for giving it away. Like, people, it's like social media <clears throat> makes these 13 year olds look at all these girls and think, oh, that's what I should look at. And then they tr- they look older because they're exposed to just all of this shit, like celebrities, Kim Kardashian, all those asses, tits, and things like that. If they weren't exposed to that, then they wouldn't be. Like, my sister, she didn't have social media for a long time. She's not, she's not trying to be one of those fucking. Celeb, like you see many girls posting pictures and stuff like that, trying to idol, who are idolizing these people, and they shouldn't be idolizing. And that's the fault of social media. I wouldn't say that's the fault of makeup itself. But makeup also gives them the way in order to act like those certain type of people. So there's like, a camera. Let's talk about Marilyn Monroe back in the 1960s. Do you, do you think like at that time there was no social media, but people know who, knew who she was, and like people aspired to be like her? But are you saying that innocence in there? You're saying that? Are you trying to say that we are? not less innocent now than we were back then. We are less innocent now. Exactly. Yeah. So then we are we are less innocent now than we are then. Yeah. But we have social media and they didn't have social media. So 
I don't understand your point. I don't understand what you mean by human innocent. We're, we're, we're grown up a lot more. You guys are more. arguing for the sake of arguing. <laughs> 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 I'm not arguing for the sake of arguing. Alright, cool. But you asked the question, is that like the only problem you think there is with makeup? That's the only problem. It's in relation to you being deceived. Is that yeah. the only problem you see? It's the deception. It's such a, I, don't know that, I don't know if there's any health and... Health is important to makeup. I don't know, but... I mean, it is bad for your skin if you wear too much. Well, if it's bad for your skin, I don't want you to get marks on your face. And, so I'll look up. No, but if, you, if you're stupid and you sleep with makeup, yes, you'll Yeah, but other than that... I feel for the girl for that reason, but it's her choice at the end of the day. She knows what's... Wrong for her. She's done not to sleep with makeup. Yeah. yeah. Like at the end of the day, people know that they say drugs are bad for them, but then they still take drugs. So that's what I have to say. The matter. It's just deception for me. I don't introduce myself. What should I say? Now I'm not gonna have blonde hair for much longer anyway. So. I think you've lost the plot. <laughs> <laughs> my name is OJ Bills, isn't it? And I'm in your left. See, he's lying to girls. He's lying to girls. Same as zero eleven. That just shows you. That just shows you. That literally shows you. It's a mistake on my part. You made yourself up. I'm going to do my no, I mean, I was thinking about back to the days when I was year 11, innit? So. No, you weren't. Alright, <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. My name's um, OJ Bills, and I'm in year 13. You got it right this time. Yeah. And yeah. Josh? So, <laughs> you might not it's gonna be anonymous, but. Oh, really? I'm, okay. I'm Josh. Scholarly conversation with Sadia and Yinka. This was the first episode of Scholarly Conversations with Yinka and Sadia, the one with makeup and feminism. Before we sign off, some quick thank yous. Thank you to everyone who made this episode possible. Thank you to Hamna, Alicia, Salsa, Lillian, Matthew, Josh and Isaac. If you'd like to learn more about the discussion today, read Face Value by Autumn Whitefield Madrona. If you'd like to join the team, follow us on Instagram at Scholarly Combo. Remember, opinion is the medium between knowledge and ignorance. So go and have yourself a scholarly conversation today. Until next time, this is Nemesis by Benjamin Clementine.
Don't you ever forget to treat I left the 